Well, hello and good morning to everyone <laughs> listening to Sassy Nation on this Tuesday, the 26th of April, 2022. So a lot has happened since the last time I recorded this podcast. Um, so I'll start with why you're all here is for football first. Second is social media. Third is other paraphernalia that I talk about, you know, other shenanigans. So first, I will just tell you, so tomorrow is Wednesday, the 27th, the day before the NFL draft. So tomorrow is the premiere of Playing With The Boys podcast. Now, I've decided to do it two different ways. One, I will do a short, brief Twitter space devoted to that podcast. And then I will do um, the follow-up, the continuation, I can't say the follow-up, the continuation of the podcast through this way, obviously, um, with the link and then you click the link and you listen. Now, should I, the Twitter space will be free. The remainder, the remaining of the podcast will not be. So you'll get a free taste for it through a Twitter space tomorrow. And then if you want to continue listening, you have to subscribe to Assassination for $2.99 a month. I don't think, and I'm telling you, $2.99 a month, that's not that much. Some of you pay $6.99 for the ESPN Plus, by the way. Um, some of you pay a lot more for other apps, um, for monthly apps. And I can tell you, like Netflix, you pay a lot for Netflix. And to me, you're really not getting quality with Netflix. Um, Hulu, same thing for TV. Um, you have the Paramount Plus app. All these apps that you guys pay for, do you really need them? Just think about that too. Like I was thinking about that the other day. Um, I, I, I went ahead and I bought ESPN Plus on my birthday because the Rangers were playing on my birthday. So that was like a gift to me. But if they weren't playing on my birthday, I would not have bought the ESPN Plus. Um, so I'll see how it goes for the year. And if I want to, um, you know, renew, I will. But if not, I won't. But other than that, you get a lot of quality podcasts through Sassination. So you'll get exclusives. You'll get freebies. You'll get you'll get stuff when you subscribe to Assassination Podcast um, on Anchor. Now, also by the way, Anchor is changing the platform not just to audio but for video. <clears throat> so I'll see if I'm going to do any video on Anchor. But I'm also going to tell you. So I do the Sassy Show, which is presented by Rockland World Radio, and I usually live stream it on Facebook. I am no longer going to be using Facebook. I am moving that podcast to YouTube, effective immediately. I am no longer live streaming on Facebook. I am no longer using Instagram for my business. Um, I am using TikTok. I am using Nextdoor. I am using YouTube and Twitter. I am using Pinterest, among other things. I think I'm also going to Reddit. 
Um, there's a lot of other things. Um, there's a lot of other apps um, that I can use. I think I'm going to Reddit. Now, I, I did have... Um, I did have for a while, you know, um, MeWe. Um, but I don't know if I want to keep using MeWe. Um, you know, I'll, I'll think about it. There's other ones that I may try to. Um, obviously, also, so like I have clients who use Facebook and Instagram, so I will be dealing with them separately. They're, they're all, all my clients are coming off those platforms and I'll get into that in a little bit. So let's start with the, let's start with the draft. So I'm not going to talk about the draft really that much in this, in this episode because I'm going to talk about it tomorrow. Top 10. I will tell, I just will say this though. I think there are going to be two trades happening in the fur, in the, in the top 10. I think you're going to see two teams um, give up their top 10 pick and trade down for more picks. I think the Jets will do that. I think the Panthers will do that. I think it's wise if the Panthers do that more so than the Jets because the Panthers have given up so many freaking ass picks for players that they didn't never needed, like CJ Anderson, for example. Um, obviously, you know, they, they traded their picks for Sam Darnold, but I don't know why they bothered even getting Sam Darnold in the first place when they didn't even have a team surrounding him. That's also another thing, another factor with this draft. A lot of teams, they have no idea what they're doing. They really don't, from the top to the bottom of the, of, of the organization. And the Panthers are one of those teams. You, and the fans are, are a part of the problem, too, because they're like, oh, we need, a, we need a franchise quarterback. We need a franchise quarterback. He's not a quarterback. We need a fan. No, no. Okay. You need a team first with receivers. You need to trade CMC. Sorry, but not sorry. You, he needs to go. He is not your team. You can't just have a running back be your team and then have the whole entire offense revolve around one player. That's not what's going to make your team work. That's not what's going to make your offense work. If they're not going to trade him, then they have to realize that they can't use him the way that they use him anymore. They tried that last year. Remember, he said that he wasn't going to get that many reps. Well, he got hurt. And I guarantee he was going to get hurt this year because his body is not the way that it, it, it should be. And when we see him post pictures like him, you know, lifting weights underwater or doing some stupid shit underwater, uh, yeah, that's why. Hello. Um, I don't think athletes realize what they're doing to their bodies when they over work out. They work out way too much. Um, yes, you have to lift weights. Yes, you have to work out, but you don't have to go crazy about it. Your body should be treated as a temple, and it's not. And then think of all the stuff that they put into their bodies. All the powders and um, the protein shakes and all this kind of, you don't need to have protein shakes. Like I have protein shake, yeah, every so often when I um, stupidly forgot to eat or something. Or when I have dental work and I can't eat, I have to drink something. You know, or you add a protein shake as a bonus, as an extra supplement, but it's not your only meal of the day. 
And if you notice with athletes today, some of them, they come, they become plant-based. No more meat. Meat, you need to eat meat. I'm sorry to inform you all, but you do need to eat meat. You can't just eat fish. And some of them people don't even eat fish. They just eat plants. Um, you know, in the beginning of time, we had the food chain, which was we grow the plants, the animals eat the plants, we then eat the animal that eats the plants. <laughs> I mean the food chain, I mean a, a simple food chain. You know. But today, that's not what we're seeing. Wait, hold on, I'm trying to log in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyhow, um, so, you know, I mean, a simple food chain, people don't understand what the food chain is. Let me see if I can find when I taught it. Yes, I used to teach. Um, <laughs> food chain. Oh, here's a perfect, here's the picture. Okay. Grass producer. Primary consumer is a grasshopper. The grasshopper is then consumed by the bird. The bird is then consumed by the snake. The snake is then consumed by the owl. The owl then has decomposers. <laughs> I mean, it's a simple food chain. So, I know it's not our food chain. But, you know. The human food chain is, is definitely the most easiest one to, to understand. Um, human farmer, microisms, plants, goat, goat person. Like we get a lot of things from a goat. So I really don't think that people understand the food chain anymore. They buy into all this organic stuff. You can write any kind of word you want on a piece of paper, on a product. You can write organic. You can write plant-based. You can write all this beautiful stuff on logos and on branding and all this kind of stuff. That means absolutely nothing because you people don't understand what other ingredients are in there. For it to be plant-based and to actually taste good, they have to add other ingredients to it. And I just think athletes, they don't treat their bodies like a temple to begin with. And anyway, they don't. Um, because if you notice, and this is where I, this is where I'm going with it. If all these athletes are on Tinder and these dating apps for sex, for easy sex, if they treated their bodies like a temple, they wouldn't be on those fucking platforms and those pl fucking apps in the first place. Having unprotected sex with hoes, who and easy targets, um, who then spread disease. So if your body is a template, you wouldn't be on those platforms to begin with. Number one. Number two, you wouldn't be having sex like you are. And number three, it doesn't make a difference what you put into your body when you have diseases in them. Just saying. You know, these, all these uh, athletes, well, I'm no longer going to eat hamburgers, you know, from, you know, I don't know. Um, I can't even think where they eat them from. You know, oh, five guys. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm off. You know, I'm not having any more donuts from Dunkin' Donuts or cream or, or um, Krispy Kreme, you know. And so what? You can still have. Um, you can still have a hamburger from time to time. Like this is the whole thing. Like 
I just modify what I eat. It's not that hard. It's really not. Um, mm -hmm. It's not really that difficult to do this. I just need everybody to know this. It's not. Um, <laughs> okay. Anyway. Okay. I just had to update that. Sorry. Um, I do it all the time. If I eat a cookie in the afternoon, I'm not having it at night. And I know for myself, after like 7.30, you shouldn't be eating any of that junk shit. Because that's when, you're, that's when your sugar is getting stored. That's when you're getting fat. Basically. Especially while you sleep. These athletes should know this. But they don't. They listen to, here's the problem. They listen to the wrong people. Um, so I'm going to also tell you what, what like these big companies do. Because I'm telling you, here's the biggest mistake. Okay, that big co companies and big corporations and teams make when it comes to lots of things. They have health and wellness team and the players only listen to the health and wellness team. God forbid they have their own team. Like their own doctors too. They listen to the team doctor, team doctor, team doctor. Sometimes that guy is wrong. These athletes should be allowed to get a second opinion and a third opinion outside the team. Because they need to do what's best for them first and foremost, and then what's best for the team. Second of all, the biggest mistake that they make is they assign broadcast responsibilities. And when I say broadcast responsibilities, I mean like social media responsibility. Social media is broadcasting. You are broadcasting when you are on social media. Anyway, they broadcast responsibilities solely to a social media manager or a team closely monitored by the PR or marketing department. It's a unit that lives in fear, okay, of making a mistake and it's closed off from the heart and soul of the brand because they don't know what's going on. They have no idea. They have no idea what right now, like for the Jets, for example, and the Giants, they have no idea what they're thinking about for the draft. They don't know what they're thinking about in terms of culture. They don't have any idea what the, what the, what the GM and the, and the coaching staff is, is thinking about doing for, you know, team updates or whatever. So they don't know. Yeah, and then they post stupid shit on social media. And sometimes that's what, the, that's what all the teams do. They just post stuff for the hell of posting it. I'm going to say this for social media people. And if you are trying to build up your brand and your business, Having a tribe is much more important and powerful than having a following. A large following is good for your ego, but it will do nothing for your business if all they do is passively consume your content. Because that passive, that passively consu consumption is hurting your root reach and your growth. Tribes engage. This is what the this is what the social media teams that work in in uh, the NFL don't understand. Tribes engage, not followers. So it's important for these athletes to respond to social media posts. So if you saw my post on Twitter, 
where I put my video up, right? And it's right there. It's pinned to the top of my profile. So if you go on AxeX, it's literally right there. It's my notebook. Hold on. It's literally right there. And I says here, I said, NFL players prefer being antisocial on social media simply cause then they can play victim when fans go after them rather than using social as a device to engage with supportive fans because then they would look as if they're on the same level as us, uh, as us. And heaven fucking forbid, they can't be on the same level as us because they have their fucking egos. They think they're better than us. When I have news for them, you're not better than anybody. The only difference between an NFL player and myself, I will tell you, they make more money than I. That's it. That's the, that's the big difference. And when they make more money, they think that they're better than people. Um, so using social media should be where they engage with their tribe. See? They engage with their tribe, but they don't want to engage with their tribe. Um, other things, let me just look at my notes, I'll tell you. Other things that people do on social media that they don't understand um, is they focus on social media when they should be focused on content that creates connection. You connect with your audience, you connect with your tribe, with the content that you are developing and you're putting out there. You should make the content that people want, not the content that you want. And a lot of times you see that. People just do the trends. Trends are not to be followed on social media. I'm sorry to tell you this all, but trends are not to be followed. That hurts your brand more so when you follow a trend on social media than creating your own than, than creating your your own content that's meant for your brand or your business um so here is the social media formula it's content plus distribution equals exposure it's not really that hard but people make it so difficult and the new motto now is ongoing quality oh of quality content Ongoing quality or quantity of quality content, um, which is very, very important. Very, very important. Um, there's so much other stuff that people just don't get, especially athletes on social media. I mean, there are mistakes that they make all the freaking time, and there's mistakes that other people make, too. Success doesn't come from scheduling bots to religiously post three, six, or 50 times a day. It isn't decided by hashtags, and it doesn't come from copying the latest trends. Success comes from the experience you provide, the level of activity you can stimulate in someone's brain. If you want them to care, you must make them share. Sharing your content is the most important. And some people just share content because they have nothing else better to do. They don't even know the content they're sharing. And here's something for those that are starting out. Um, I just want to let you know this. This is very important. If they only followed you for the free stuff that you're giving away, then chances are that's the only reason they keep following you is because they're waiting for the next freebie. 
They don't care about your content. They only care about your freebies. That's why sometimes when you see free things, it's worthless. Anything given for free is worthless. Now, a sample is different than a freebie for all those that are out there that listen for this. Um, but NFL players and, and social media, my Lord have mercy. It's a crazy connection. Because now on Twitter, so we all know that Musk bought Twitter. Yes, okay. Wonderful. So, Marlon Humphrey, okay, player. Um, so he, he says that everybody should just say whatever the hell they want to say. So Tory Smith says to him, people lie all the time on this app. All lies are, aren't created equal, and some lies have real consequences. Not handling this in a responsible way could be dangerous. And he goes, I agree, but I also believe people will follow who they want to follow, with or without social media. Um, honey, people aren't following you without social media. People are following you only with social media. Again, don't worry about your following, worry about your tribe. I just don't think anyone should be in control of what's dangerous and what is not. Really? So I tweeted to him because he's an asshole. And I said, um, do I want a guy that's going to threaten to rape me because I support a certain football player that he doesn't like? That's going too far. There's such a thing as eloquent conversation that many people need to learn. And on Twitter, people need to learn how to have elo eloquent conversation. There is a saying that if you don't have, if you have something to say and it's not nice, don't bother to say it at all. I think people need to live by that motto. There's no reason to be disrespectful, really, or rude. So if you want to sound crazy, go for it. I don't care if you want to sound crazy. You want to sound like a badass, go for it. But there's a, there's a line that should be drawn between being disrespectful and being vile and being vulgar and being threatening. And I don't think a lot of people on Twitter understand that either. And players don't understand it either because you can look at just how stupid he is by this stupid tweet. Um, it's like, for example, so Pat Leonard tweeted a rumor that he made up. He made up a rumor about one of the Giants players. I think I, I can never pronounce his name. Let me just make sure I know what I'm, I know how to pronounce his names because, you know, I am... I always, I, I always want to make sure um, you know, I always want to make sure that I pronounce people's names right. Hold on. All right, Tony, that's it. So Tony, because um, he goes, Tony must now grow up after joining the rest of the Giants all on him. No, it's not. Anyway, so he decided to now join um, um he should have jumped for joy at the prospect of playing for a creative mind, blah, 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 yada, 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 um, blah, blah, blah. And then he didn't come to the, you know, he didn't come to the first, you know, workouts last week, blah, blah, blah. Um, 
you know, um, da -da 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 -da. but then he did. He came. He was there. He, they were. They saw him there yesterday, and everybody has to make a big freaking deal of it. Like, like for the Jets fans, people making a big deal that Beckham is not here with the involuntary workouts. Hello, his wife's about to give birth any week. When she, when you're 35 weeks or more pregnant, you can give birth at any moment. I think people forgot biology. I know we learned that in high school. High school biology. Maybe you all need to um, have a re, have a redo. But <laughs> relearn it because I think most people forgot. And then Jeff fans make a big freaking ass deal about it. He's not here. Oh my God. How could he not be here? Blah, blah, blah. And then we have people. Okay. Then we have people who tweet. For the Jets fan, I will tell you this. I gotta find it. Hold on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, oh. The Jets have won six games in two years. You don't use a top five pick on a player who might fill a future. Yes, I agree with that. There's really no defense for it, unless they've already given up on Beckon, which would be silly. Drafting an OL at four would be poor roster building. So I made, I said, really? Drafting an OL at four would be poor roster building? Do you not understand how football works? In order for Zach Wilson to be successful, he needs a better than average offensive line. To do that, you need players who are going to protect him and give him pass protection. They need to fix that. Same as the Panthers need to fix their offensive line. There are many teams in the top 10 that need to fix their offensive line. The Jacksonville Jaguars need to fix their offensive line to give Trevor Lawrence more pass protection. He doesn't have pass protection either. So let's look at the top 10. I will just quickly go over this. I'm going to go in more depth tomorrow. Um, hold on. Let me just write this down. Top. Top 10 NFL draft picks. Okay. All right. All right. Now, here we go. Um, draft order. That's what a top 10 NFL. I, I, you know, I suck at doing this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> of course, Jacksonville Jaguars are number one again for the second straight year. Um, okay. Then you have the Detroit Lions. Then you have Houston. Those top three need to fix their offensive line. They need to fix their offensive line. Without a doubt. Then you have the Jets, the Giants, the Carolina Panthers. Four, five, six. They all have to fix their offensive line. They also, all those, all those teams, Jacksonville, Detroit, Houston, Jets, Giants, and Carolina Panthers, also need to add a wide receiver. They need to add a wide receiver. Then, of course, it's um, then of course it's seven and eight back to the Jets and Giants. Then you have nine and ten. You have Atlanta and Washington. 
Atlanta needs to add a wide receiver. Washington needs a lot of work. Um, an offensive lineman, rush, edge. Edge, definitely. Uh, wide receiver, running back. Uh, Washington's a mess. But here's the interesting thing. This is what I'm saying. At 11, you have Denver. At 12, you have Minnesota. At 13, you have Cleveland. Denver just got their quarterback, obviously, so they don't need a quarterback. Cleveland needs to help Watson now. Whenever Watson's playing, but you have to also think about their backup quarterback. Because I guarantee he's going to be playing a couple games this year. When Watson gets suspended. The Eagles are at 14. Pittsburgh's at 15. Baltimore's at 16. Saints are at 17. Saints need to think about their quarterback situation. Pittsburgh, you still have to think about your quarterback situation. But you also have to think about running back wide receiver. I think the first round should all basically be offense. Because all these teams need offense. Now, the only one that can think about defense in this draft would be Miami at 19. Um, the Bengals at 23. Um, Kansas City at 29. I mean, although they lost one of their, their, you know, they lost one of their wide receivers, but I still think, you know, you got, you got to think about certain things on certain teams, but I'll go through this tomorrow. Um, I'll just, re- I'll, all right, how about we do this? I'll just review it. Okay, so the Jaguars have a long list of needs. Wide receiver, pass rusher, offensive tackle, tight end. Okay. Detroit Lions. Mm. I mean, they needed edge rusher. Right. I still think, I think Hutchinson should go, he'll stay in Michigan. And he'll go to the Detroit Lions. I'm going to tell you right there. Um, but they need to rebuild. They're still rebuilding. Houston. Quarterback, maybe. I mean, are they going to really, are they really going to give the ball to Davis Mills? Jets. They do need a lot of help on the second and third levels. They do need an edge rusher. But like I said, you also need to fix your offensive line. You need to have somebody else on that O-line. Giants. They need to fix their offensive line. They need a high-end edge rusher. They need a wide receiver. Carolina. They need to rebuild an offensive line. Are they going to get a quarterback? I don't know. But they should trade down to get more picks. Falcons, well, they need everything. They need a quarterback. Uh, They need defensive line. They need a rusher. They need everything. Denver. Um, Hmm. I mean, they still can trade their picks for a lot more picks.
So, and then you have Washington. Are they going to get a quarterback? But they need more help offensively. They need a guard. They need a wide receiver. They need a middle linebacker. Minnesota. Um, they need a cornerback. They need Ed Rusher. They need to help rebuild their defense. Cleveland is like a big, you know, I guess. So Cleveland, they need wide receiver. They need to fix their offense. Baltimore. They could draft a defensive lineman. They could. They need a defensive tackle. Remember, and also don't forget that Derek Wolf missed the entire season with a back injury, and he started one. So you got to replace players. Philadelphia Eagles. The biggest question with them is if they're going to build around Jalen Hurts or they're going to draft some sort of quarterback. I don't know. Or they're going to trade their pick for more picks. They have 15 and 16, by the way. They have 15 and 16, and they have other picks down below. So, I mean, they can trade up. I can see them trading up, actually. Um, Chargers. They need to fix their run defense. The Saints. Um... Their focus should be on finding a pass catcher to help the quarterback. So they need a wide receiver. Um, Steelers. The Steelers need a quarterback. I don't care. They need a quarterback. They don't have a quarterback. I know they signed somebody, but no. Um, New England. The Patriots need to have a cornerback. Um, they also have to, I think, just tweak their offense a little bit for Mac Jones. The so Raiders. Mm. I'm just trying to think. Oh, the Raiders. Yeah. I mean, they could fix special teams. They could fix the, their, their defense. They could pick a safety. I don't know. I'll have to think about the Raiders before for tomorrow. Um, Arizona. They can address of they have so many different positions to address. A running back, wide receiver, tight end, cornerback. I mean, hello. They gotta fix. Dallas. Um, I mean defensive line and linebacker are in their needs. They also need additional offensive line, wide receiver. Bills. Let's see. Well, I mean, they're both their offensive and defensive lines need help. I'll just leave it at that. Tennessee, the Titans. If they're going to make a trade and they're going to trade AJ Brown, then they're going to have to replace him. Tampa Bay. There really isn't a set direction for them. So, but they could use some help in the defensive line. Um, 
Green Bay. They need to get a wide receiver to replace Adams for um, Aaron Rodgers. Dolphins. Linebacker. Best player available. I will tell you that. Kansas City. Mm. They have a tight salary cap in 2022, so I don't know what they're going to do at at that. They may just trade their pick. Bengals. Um... They could improve their secondary and draft a long-term cornerback. And then you have Detroit again at number 32. So, I mean, there's a lot that can happen in this draft. And we're just going to have to wait and see what happens, obviously. It's going to be exciting to see what's going to happen in the first round. The first round is going to be a very telling round. And then I think it will um, open up rounds two and three. We'll see. So join me tomorrow on Twitter Space. I will be doing it roughly around 1030 for Playing With The Boys podcast, and we'll talk about the draft, and we'll talk about what's going to happen, and trades, and players that, you know, with their social media, oh my god, you know, Debo took off his social media stuff, and uh, about the 49ers, and he took his, I will talk, I will address all that shit tomorrow. So I will talk to you all tomorrow. Oh, before I go, that's right. So, here's why. I am no longer doing Facebook and Instagram for business because their platform is unsafe. They give the advantage to hackers and scammers. They do not care about us small people. They do not care about you. Do not talk yourself into staying on those platforms because people will talk about that. I've already had people talk themselves into saying, well, I get clients. I get people. People, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yes, but you can get clients and customers on any social media platform as long as you know how to use that platform. Instagram and Facebook suck. You heard it here. They suck. They suck at customer service because they don't have any. Their recovery for their Instagram is fucking ridiculous. It doesn't work. If you are an investor and you invested your money in Facebook and Instagram, you have wasted your money. It's a waste of money if you are an investor. They don't care about you. They care about athletes. They care about celebrities. They care about themselves. And they care about the big corporations that can spend $1 million in Facebook ads. That's who they care about. They don't care about the little person. They don't care about the entrepreneurs. They don't care about creators. Don't, don't believe Adam, whatever his fucking last name is, Mossy, Mossasi, whatever it is, and, and Mark Zuckerberg. When they say they care about creators, they don't care. If they cared, a lot of things would change. First of all, when you have your Instagram account hijacked by a fucking asshole, you should be able to get your account back within 24 hours. Not six weeks, not eight weeks, not ever. It shouldn't take that much effort to get your account back. And first of all, it shouldn't be that easy for someone to hijack it in the first place. Now, I understand how, I understand hacking is going to happen, but they need to have a system in place when it does happen, and they have no fucking system. Again, if you are an investor and you are investing your money in Facebook and Instagram, you're wasting your money. You're wasting your time. Now, I have a little tiny itty-bitty, itty-bitty stock in Facebook and I will keep my Facebook stock so I can vote 
and I can have a say. Other than that, I'm not using their fucking platforms. They can go to hell. So I actually want to thank the hacker because he opened my eyes as to see exactly how Facebook and Instagram are run. They give me all this stupid crap in these emails, okay? So this is what I get because I get this, these emails all the time. Um, here's some of the emails. This is what the, some of the stuff that they're doing. Meta for developers. Um, introducing conversations. Join us virtually on May 19th for conversations. Sharing Facebook Reels. How Meta enables de-identified authentic, um, authentic, um, authentication at scale. Mobile app ownership confirmation for developers. What app code authenticity with code verify? I mean, all this stupid shit. They don't care. Taking mobile open source. Explaining like I'm five. I have no idea what that means. Um, but this is the stupid shit I get from them because they don't care. I actually spoke to a Facebook customer support person. Yes, I know. It's shocking. I will tell you how to do this. If you have a business page, you can go into your business pages. You can go into um, support. If you have a disabled account, that's the only way that you can talk to anybody. You talk to the person. This person didn't even help me at all. She was like, well, I can't tell you because I'm not on the Instagram team, but I'm sure the Instagram team's on it. No, they're not. So they'd rather have the hacker keep using my account, hacking more and more people, because that's what happens when they don't take care of it right away. You allow the hacker to gain access to your account, which then has access to millions and millions of other people, thousands of people. And then they hack more people, and then those people get hacked, and then their followers get hacked, and so forth. It's the food chain, like I told you in the beginning of the show. But it's the food chain on social media where hackers and they continue to allow it to happen. You don't need reels, you have TikTok. And let me just remind everybody that TikTok was first. TikTok was first. Reels is a copycat. They couldn't even, they didn't come up with their own idea first. They copied TikTok. TikTok was first. You want to do live streaming? Don't use Facebook, use YouTube. Get off Facebook for business and Instagram. Remember, your business is your castle. Will you just give, will you give anybody the keys to your castle if they're not willing to protect it? No. That should be a hard no. Get off those platforms. Do not use them. And you know what? Even if, a, even if a hacker got an athletes or celebrities, they still hack it pretty quick. And they can, they can still get into those, by the way. And if you notice, when an athlete or celebrity gets hacked, their account gets back to them right away. If they can do that for an athlete and a celebrity, they can do that for us. Maybe a lawsuit should be in order. Maybe we should have a class action suit against Facebook and Instagram. Maybe that'll get their attention. Enough's enough with some of these platforms. I will talk to you all tomorrow about the NFL draft on Playing for the Boys podcast. Playing with the boys. Playing with the boys, not for the boys. <laughs> Playing with the boys, my new podcast. Um, I also do a blog post. 
and I will have obviously then the, the continuation on Anchor and Spotify. But you have to be um, a subscriber for that. So go to Anchor. Go to Anchor. Um, subscribe to my podcast right now. And you'll get all these awesome exclusives. And that's a wrap. So I will talk to you all tomorrow.